Hello, this is The Daily Tech and today I have some more tech news to share with you. The first piece of tech news I'm going to be talking about, I'm going to be talking about the RTX 3090 that we're expecting to have a very high price tag. So the RTX line is NVIDIA's flagship that have all the good features like ray tracing. Firstly, the name of it, the RTX 3090, probably isn't going to be the final name because it just doesn't sound right. You know, you got the 2080 Ti right now, what would stop it being a 2090? Or even then a 3080 or something like that. Just 3090 just doesn't seem right. So the price of this device is going to be around £1,500, about $2,000 or about 2,800 Australian dollars. If that was true, it would be one of the most expensive consumer graphics cards that have been made. And it would mean that it is a lot more expensive than the current 2080 Ti, which currently costs £1,099, $1,199, or $1,899 Australian dollars. Now, of course, it does come with good specs, like 24GB of DDR6X memory, which is fast and you've got quite a lot of it. That, that is more than some people's computers that still play high games. So, for it to be that expensive, it's going to have to have very good performance. Especially in ray tracing, because I feel like a lot of people buy RTX for ray tracing. And also, the current Titan cards, the RTX Titan, cost about £2,000, $2,500, and $3,600 Australian dollars. So, it would have to be very close to performance of that, if not better, because it's a newer card. So, this card. So hopefully this graphics card will give some good performance because you're going to need good performance at this price. It should be very fast. We don't know much about the performance that this will bring yet because there's not really been any leaks for it. But we kind of do need it to be good because if it's going to cost £1,500, which a lot of people will not be able to afford because it's just like... That is a lot of money. So if you, not loads of normal gamers, like people who are just playing like, just the normal games that people play, I'm not sure what you might play, right? So if you're going to be playing that, you're not going to be wanting to spend £1,500 on one GPU. That alone, the rest of the components. The people that will be buying this would more either be like YouTube gamers, Twitch streamers, stuff like that and people who can just afford this because the market should still be high for this. I'm assuming it would if they were going to make it this price but we're not sure. Hopefully they're, I think they're hoping that a lot of people will decide to get this even at a price. Also we are expecting it to be sometime soon as well so we'll just have to wait and see how much people, how many people end up buying it Right, and now for the second piece of tech news I'm going to be talking about. In the, we've seen some leaks for the Motorola Razr 2020, or at least that's what we're expecting it to be called. 
So it's going to either be called, we're expecting it to either be called Motorola Razr 2020 or the Motorola Razr 2. I'm thinking probably the Motorola Razr 2 is naming it 2020 I don't think would, it's a bit long, I don't know, like having it a second or even second generation, stuff like that, like we've seen with other products, like you know, the Samsung Galaxy S1, S2, S3, stuff like that, so... This phone is expected to have a bigger battery and faster charging as well. So it's going to have 18 watt fast charging instead of just 15 watt fast charging. Now with what we've currently seen with phones that isn't really fast but it's also still going to charge it quite fast. So we're probably expecting the kind of same design, maybe something shrunk down like bezels thing like that or even that big thing at the front possibly that being shrunk down as well which would be a nice thing so of course it would it's more likely going to have either a 6.2 inch or 6.7 inch screen with five with a 48 megapixel camera and a 20 megapixel camera on the back and we are expecting it to have 5G which if this this is a flagship phone so you, we will expect that that probably means it's going to get a decent processor as well, maybe something like the Snapdragon 865 or even probably the next generation one, depending when this comes out. So if it is going to come out on September the 9th, then we probably will expect like the Snapdragon 865 or 865 Plus. Also, it's going to more than likely have a 2510 mAh battery. So... No, so the 2,510 mAh was on the Motorola Razr from 2019, but we're expecting it to have a 2,633 mAh battery. So it is going to be about two batteries. So it's going to be two batteries like the other Razr as well, which should, which I think when it falls, you don't have to bend the battery, which obviously wouldn't work. It would probably, there's issues with folding a battery. So... This phone, we don't know really about the price of this phone though, which is a bit annoying, but we can kind of expect it to be quite expensive up there with all the flagship phones. A lot of, there is still, the only issue that these foldable phones are still getting is they're still not very, like, a lot of people won't want to buy them because it's still new technology. You know, when you first saw the Samsung um, Fold, that had the whole issues with the screen and people peeling off that layer and that had a lot of issues that really threw down foldable phones for a while but then when you've got this, especially in the first generation to second generation some people will be wary to buy it because they don't want to spend a lot of money and then find a big issue with the folding phone that you've never really seen before because folding phones haven't really been out for that long of course, a lot of people will still buy this, either for the whole folding like phone thing that is quite cool as well. So this phone probably will also see a, some good sales, and I feel like this will also help the adoption rate of foldable phones, which is going to be really good. Foldable phones are cool, and possibly even the future, who knows. Right, and then to end off today's tech news, I'm going to be talking about a change Apple have made with their Apple Care Plus. So when you buy normally buy like an Apple product, you have 60 days to get Apple Care Plus for it, which helps protect it. So with an iPhone 7 or 8, 
you can get the screenplays for $29 instead of um, whatever they'll charge if you didn't have AppleCare Plus. Of course, you do pay £129 for AppleCare Plus, but it's always nice knowing that you can get all these replacements for a lot cheaper. So, of course, it does. The prices for AppleCare Plus does change for what you're buying. So, if you're buying like a Mac Pro, you pay a lot more compared to if you're buying like an iPhone SE. So, it's going to be so you, now you'll have a year to add AppleCare Plus to your phone or whatever device you're using, computer, things like that, which is going to be good. So some people might not know if they need it or not, but kind of decide later on, because 60 days is still a while, but of course, that's still more rushed compared to a year. So this will be very good for people, just because it's going to help them be able to get AppleCare Plus. You know, it's going to, because having AppleCare Plus, a lot of people, even though AppleCare Plus, the price you're paying, like $29, is about the price you would pay to buy a replacement screen and then the part and uh, like screwdriver and screwdriver pieces, which. But then to get it done professionally by the professionals that will keep its good standards still, you know, it, they're going to be using original screens, you know, the good Apple screens. It, just bare. So, AppleCare Plus is good and. I can see people really liking this change for one year to get it for your device. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you did enjoy it, then please do consider subscribing, as then you'll see all the latest tech news by me. Anyways, have a good day.